Our episode today is sponsored by Studio. With impeccable sound quality and modern Scandinavian design, Studio offers earphones with a unique option to stay stylish without having to sacrifice quality. Listeners today can enter the code MAMAS for 15% off their order at checkout. Get your Studios today and start listening to your favorite music or podcasts in style. Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. This week, it's another true crime tale. The best part about this story is how this mama eventually got caught. Keep it here for a tale of lovers, merry widows, and ill-timed jokes. Without further ado, let's get down to the business. This week's topic is serial killer Mary Elizabeth Wilson. Mary Elizabeth Cassidy was born in June of 1889 in Catchgate Stanley, County Durham, England. There is not much known about her life prior to her public fame, but by the time she hit the media, she was described as a homely old lady. Of course, as we'll get into now, we'll find that there's much more to Mary than what meets the eye. In November of 1914, she married a man named John Knowles. Mary worked in service for the Knowles family, and developed a friendship with John that eventually turned into love. Well, it could have been love, but that's questionable seeing as Mary moved a lover named John Russell into the couple's home soon after their wedding. The three settled in Windy Nook, a village located in the town of Gateshead of Tyne and Ware, England. This then accounts for the nickname Mary soon adopted from the media as the Mary Widow of Windy Nook. Now, with most serial killers slash Black Widow stories, the husbands tend to disappear rather quickly. John Knowles, the first of Mary's husbands, would be found dead in 1955. Remember, she and Knowles were married in 1914, so that would be 41 years until the first death. After, Mary waited five months before marrying her longtime lover, John Russell. Now here is where she decided to speed up a bit. Knowles was found dead in 1956. The physician attending to both men declared their deaths to be the result of natural causes. From there, Mary was able to collect the 42 pounds owed to her as inheritance. Wasting no time, in June of 1957, the Mary widow married again. Her new beau was a man named Oliver Leonard, a retired real estate agent. This dream of a marriage lasted a total of 12 days before Oliver was found dead. Mary then collected the 50 pounds for her barely there husband. In 
Ernest Wilson, the man who would become Mary's fourth and final husband, was slightly different from the rest. This may have been why she sought him out. Wilson's estate was worth 100 pounds, which included a bungalow and life insurance to be collected following his death. Taking a bit more time with this husband, Wilson was gone within the year. Mary, apparently exhausted from all the deaths, didn't even bother to attend his funeral. We'll take this opportunity to pause the tale for a quick break from our sponsor, Studio. Upgrade your listening gear and look good while doing so. I've had my pair of Regents for three months now and really appreciate their noise-canceling quality while working in a busy office. Along with offering listeners 15% off with the code MAMAS at checkout, Studio also provides free worldwide shipping. Head to studio.com to check out all their stylish options, but first, let's get on with the show. So, now we have four dead husbands, a lot of money collected, and a potential bungalow on the horizon. With all of this, neighbors couldn't help but be suspicious. Suspicion alone isn't enough to bring someone in for murder, of course, but if that person were to make some oddly timed jokes, that wouldn't help their case. This is exactly what happened with Mary. At her latest wedding reception, someone asked the new Mrs. Wilson what should be done with the leftover sandwiches. To this, she replied, Save them for the funeral. Now, I'll admit, that's pretty wild, but it's not the worst one. Apparently, Mary liked to even joke with the undertaker about needing a discount for all the business she brought in for him. Yeah, that was enough to tip off the police. Mary's humor brought her to their attention, and they decided to exhume the bodies of her last two husbands. Once tested, their bodies were found to have contained a high level of phosphorus. Mary claimed the medicine both of her husbands were taking contained the phosphorus, but that was not taken seriously whatsoever. After a six-day trial in 1958, Mary was convicted of killing these men using beetle poison. Later, her other husbands were exhumed and found to have died from the same causes. Mary was sentenced to death, but because of her old age, she was given life in prison. Four years later, in December of 1962, at the age of 70, Mary passed away behind bars. On that note... Let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. If you're looking for more mamas in your life, follow Malicious Mamas on both Instagram and Twitter. Also, if you could rate, 
comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app. It would really help to get the show out there, and I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas.